a conjunction, a place of meeting, a place of two roads, two people or more, a place of choice and a place of decision making. Conjunctions come in so many different ways, so many different times of our lives. The sun rose this morning and there was a thin strip of red laying thinly between long layers of clouds. They were thick and the upper winds seemed to be carrying them northward. Dad, I've been thinking how Christmas is tomorrow. The celebration of birth that is older than Jesus. Older than time. Older than the Gregorian calendar. The tales of a savior king. I found your birthday card that I never sent you. It was in my car above my head in a hidden compartment. And I so, so wish that you had read it this year. All of those conjunctions of actions and love and time and place that led to your heart beating every day and then to fibrillating in your chest and eventually stopping. In your sweet sleep, I wish your awareness and my presence of love in this lifetime would have been enough for your heart to keep beating a little longer. But I guess that would be a wish that would benefit mostly me. Your body was old, and your hands and heart at peace with the day-to-day -day rising and falling of the sun. I know you had an inner will to stay alive, and I know that the mystery of death may have been frightening to you. We have come a long way since then. There's a conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter in the sky this week, and I can see it out of my window in the southeast when I go to bed and when I wake up. It's that Star of Bethlehem emblem in the night sky, and it points to the south. Today, I see great conjunctions and timeless layers of exchanges that led each one of us, each and every single one of us, to this very moment in time. Looking at the sky and the darkening around me, I'm looking at the moon as I feel the snow beneath me. And when I was outside cooking this morning on an open fire, the snow had crystallized around us overnight and my mind drew me to the time that you sweet dad came to my school to help me make Christmas decorations you spoke differently looked different in color of skin and I think you might have also been the only dad there it was one of those craft sessions for Christmas where people People's parents were welcome to come and help. And I was maybe around six, and I was really, really happy to see you. But I also kind of became embarrassed because I don't know, you know, how funny little kids' minds can be, but also our minds, even as adults. 
because you were different and I was different. I had been teased on the playground because of looking different, because of my brown skin. I loved, I loved and adored you so much. And the outside world had made my ego respond with confusion. I had to define since then my own sense of self-worth for myself. And sweet dad, my dad helped me with the glue gun. It came time to make a mini stocking, I remember, this little red stocking. And we put it together with a trim of white and when it came time to put the bow on, you put it upside down. And alas, that bow is still upside down today. I was embarrassed again at that moment, but also began to define joy and acceptance with being different. Famous for deeds and contributions, we remember the dead, people like Jesus, but what about the conjunction of how brilliant we each are, each are in our ability to see and recognize how we are each and an inornate being, I don't know if that's the right word, but an inornate being of consciousness, that word just popped in my head, and you know, just like a brilliant being of consciousness, you know what I'm talking about, like beyond race, beyond wealth, and where we each have giant impacts, just with simple day-to-day -day actions, and there is a conjunction in knowing, in being aware, in accepting that there isn't much difference between you and I. My dad wasn't Hindu. He was Catholic, and he was born in the province of Gujarat in India. He was born there and died in Canada. On the day that he passed away around the world, millions of people were celebrating a festival of light called Diwali. It's not a Christian holiday, but I wanted to acknowledge that even though there's differences between all of us, we also have a common thread of looking at the moon in the sky at night, feeling our own pulse, and we can recognize that there is something that connects us all. So during Diwali, millions of Hindus, Jains, Sikhs, Muslims, and Buddhists these millions of folks recognize their own heroes and aesthetics, gurus and divinities as a part of celebrating the triumphs of adopting paths of peace, paths of faith, and lives of virtue. There's a conjunction that happens where these millions of people celebrate the beauty of light over darkness. During our North American Gregorian calendar, Diwali usually falls between mid-October and mid-November. This year, it happened to fall during the week that my dad died. It fell on November 14th, I believe was, was like an official day, but there's different days with different themes that goes on for a few days and... November 14th was deemed the official day in the Hindu lunar calendar because it was a new moon. And so houses are cleaned and decorated during that time. And 
there's like traditional earthen candles like dujas are lit and people wear new clothes and they exchange sweets and gifts while visiting friends and family. There is the goddess of abundance, Lakshmi, is prayed to at night and on the third day is a conjunction of of where the new moon of the holiest month, according to the Hindu calendar, is when it's um it's known as Amavasya. And then on the fifth day of Diwali is when it's dedicated to brothers and sisters. And my dad was born in this province of India called Gujarat, like I mentioned, and the day that he took his last breath was upon this fifth day. And it was a new moon here in uh, in Canada. And I think it was maybe not the fifth day, it might have been the sixth day. And so celebrating it was um, the start of a new year. And it was pretty amazing that this new year is reckoned as the beginning of a new year in Gujarat. So time and place aside, there's something about surrendering to new beginnings. And there's a profound conjunction in acknowledging our differences and all of those crossroads of choice that led us, each and every single one of us, to this moment. And so also, if you were to look above at the planets of Saturn and Jupiter, who are kind of like, it looks like a bit of a an intersection right now, where they're like, two stars are beside each other, you would see hundreds, if you were to look above them right now, you would still see hundreds of thousands of miles between these planets. Maybe millions, anyway, I, I don't know the math, but from our perspective, they are in aligned and they look fused, if you look at it in a way that you choose and want to believe. And so I'm thinking about this perspective of conjunction and distance and concept of timing and light in the void and I'm thinking of angles in opinion, angles of opinion, angles and opinion. I just I'm thinking of how tomorrow marks the conjunction of another celebration of light that prevails darkness and that's the birth of Jesus. And there's a return of a shift towards brighter days. And these brighter days ultimately influence the trees and the plants and this recognition of time is something that the Catholic Church couldn't really alter. This recognition that there is a return of the sun and I find it's pretty cool that they made the son of God or Jesus in that religion as being born on this day. So it's pretty cool how like the trees and the plants and the forest will respond and three more new moons with the return of spring. And there's all these millions or billions of buds around me right now in the dark and the cold just waiting for that ripe time to feel the pulse of the sap rising in a few months and then they will be able to open and these trees in six months right now will be full of leaves so there's a conjunction of potential 
all around us. So tomorrow also marks 40 days since my dad's last breath and the conjunction between his death, a new moon in November, and a day in Gujarat, India, where a new year had begun. I'm wondering, like, could it be that beyond my inner storytelling and my inner growth that there's also a beckoning to look for the common like allies of consciousness and ability to really feel our ability to be open and connected to each other. I feel like there's just so much potential for division and to recognize our differences and individuality, but there's also this force to be reckoned with that is like we are each a force of nature. And on this grand sphere of a planet, we are also each nestled upon the wheel of life of our beliefs, of traditions, and our worldviews, and on this wheel of a planet. Isn't it just amazing? Like, we're spinning in this vast void of the universe right now, and look at how we can all share our amazingness in our own way. Well, I feel like that's a pretty amazing miracle. And so we rest also upon this wheel of seasons and a smaller wheel rests on that and then it just keeps going and going and going. There's like our inner wheels of cells anyways. It's just like freaking amazing. <sighs> so this wheel of our own internal rhythm of seasons and the season of our lives is just also part of that force of nature that I'm talking about. And my heart is just like beaming, reflecting this reflecting the moon right now and I'm feeling like the dark is upon me but I see the reflection of the sun on the moon which is reflecting on me and on the snow and I feel like the sun will set and rise again and a part of me wants to cry but I feel like each one of us will take our first breath and have taken our first breath while another person takes their last and ultimately the impacts of our lives may be bigger than we think and I just really wanted to finish with that and the miracle that there's also a conjunction where breaths meet and where they begin and end and how they start and end and we are each welcomed with different crossroads and choices in our lives at different times and tonight I I realize that it's my clients estimated due date today and it's Christmas Eve it's December 24th and I've been reflecting every day for the last 39 days. This is day 39 out of 40 since my father took his last breath. And I really am so grateful for those who have witnessed me on this journey. And it's a lot like but completely different to how it felt like when I gave birth to my kids where there was like an infinite expansion that led me to being able to just open to my 
potential and the possibility of bringing forth life and everybody has their own path their own choices in their lives and and in this case for me being so connected to my dad over the years for my whole life he was 36 when I was born and now I'm 36 and he's he's not in this physical realm I feel like I'm continuing to expand in ways that I didn't know were possible and that is the conjunction that I'm at with my life. Thanks again so much for listening. My name is Serena Oliveira. And this is a podcast called Birthing Freedom. Thank you for your time, your sense of peace, your sense of open-mindedness. And wherever your breath carries you next, I wish you all the best and I hope that the next year for you all is filled with the grace of much love and passion to live your own amazing, brilliant life.